Good evening. Thank you for joining us at our Good Friday meditation at Hope and Anchor. Good Friday is the day when you can do nothing. Bewailing and lamenting your manifold sins does not in itself make up for them. Scouring your soul in a frenzy of spring cleaning only sterilizes it. It does not give it life. On Good Friday, finally, we are all, mourners and mockers alike, reduced to the same impotence. Someone else is doing the terrible work that gives life to the world. Virginia Stem Owens
John Donne, Holy Sonnet 11. Spit in my face, you Jews, and pierce my side. Buffet and scoff, scourge and crucify me, for I have sinned in sin, and only he who could do no iniquity hath died. But by my death cannot be satisfied my sins which passed the Jews in piety. They killed once an inglorious man, but I crucify him daily, being now glorified. Oh, let me then his strange love still admire, king's pardon, but he bore our punishment. And Jacob came clothed in vile, harsh attire, but to supplant and with gainful intent. God clothed himself in vile man's flesh, so that he might be weak enough to suffer woe. prayed this prayer, left with his disciples, and crossed over the brook Kidron at a place where there was a garden. He and his disciples entered it. Judas, his betrayer, knew the place because Jesus and his disciples went there often. 
So Judas led the way to the garden, and the Roman soldiers and police sent by the high priests and Pharisees followed. They arrived there with lanterns and torches and swords. Jesus, knowing by now everything that was coming down on him, went out and met them. He said, Who are you after? They answered, Jesus, the Nazarene. He said, That's me. The soldiers recoiled, totally taken aback. Judas, his betrayer, stood out like a sore thumb. Jesus asked again, Who are you after? They answered, Jesus, the Nazarene. I told you, said Jesus, that's me. I'm the one. So if it's me you're after, let these others go. This validated the words in his prayer, I didn't lose one of those you gave. Just then, Simon Peter, who was carrying a sword, pulled it from its sheath and struck the chief priest's servant, cutting off his right ear. Malchus was the servant's name. Jesus ordered, Put back your sword. Do you think for a minute I'm not going to drink this cup the Father gave me? Then the Roman soldiers, under their commander, joined by the Jewish police, seized Jesus and tied him up. They took him first to Annas, the father-in-law of Caiaphas. Caiaphas was the chief priest that year. It was Caiaphas who had advised the Jews that it was to their advantage that one man die for the people. Simon Peter and another disciple followed Jesus. That other disciple was known to the chief priest, so he went in with Jesus to the chief priest's courtyard. Peter had to stay outside. Then the other disciple went out, spoke to the doorkeeper, and got Peter in. The young woman who was the doorkeeper said to Peter, Aren't you one of this man's disciples? He said, No, I'm not. The servants and the police had made a fire because of the cold and were huddled there warming themselves. Peter stood with them, trying to get warm. Annas interrogated Jesus regarding his disciples and his teachings. Jesus answered, I've spoken openly in public. I've taught regularly in meeting places in the temple where the Jews all come together. Everything has been out in the open. I've said nothing in secret. So why are you treating me like a conspirator? Question those who have been listening to me. They know well what I have said. My teachings have all been above board. When he said this, one of the policemen standing there slapped Jesus across the face saying, how dare you speak to the chief priest like that? Jesus replied, if I've said something wrong, prove it. But if I've spoken the plain truth, why this slapping around? Then Annas sent him, still tied up, to the chief priest Caiaphas. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Simon Peter was back at the fire, still trying to get warm. The others there said to him, aren't you one of his disciples? He denied it. Not me. One of, the chief, one of the chief priest's servants, a relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off, said, Didn't I see you in the garden with him? Again, Peter denied it. Just then, a rooster crowed. Then they led him from Caiaphas to the Roman governor's palace. It was early morning. They themselves didn't enter the palace because they didn't want to be disqualified from eating the Passover. So Pilate came out to them and spoke. What charge do you bring against this man? They said, If he hadn't been doing something evil, do you think we'd be here bothering you? Pilate said, You take him. Judge him by your laws. The Jews said, We're not allowed to kill anyone. This would confirm Jesus' words indicating the way he would die. Pilate went back into the house and called for Jesus. He said, Are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus answered, Are you saying this on your own? Or did others tell you this about me? Pilate said, Do I look like a Jew? Your people and your high priests turn you over to me. So what did you do? My kingdom, said Jesus, 
doesn't consist of what you see around you. If it did, my followers would fight so that I wouldn't be handed over to the Jews. But I'm not that kind of king, not the world's kind of king. Then Pilate said, So are you a king or not? Jesus answered, You tell me, because I am a king. I was born and entered the world so that I could witness to the truth. Everyone who cares for truth, who has any feeling for the truth, recognizes my voice. Pilate said, What is truth? Then he went back out to the Jews and told them, I find nothing wrong in this man. It's your custom that I pardon one prisoner at Passover. So do you want me to pardon the king of the Jews? They shouted back, No, not this one, but Barabbas. Barabbas was a Jewish freedom fighter. So Pilate took Jesus and had him whipped. The soldiers, having braided a crown from thorns, set it on his head, threw a purple robe over him, and approached him with hail, king of the Jews. Then they greeted him with slaps in the face. Pilate went back out again and said to them, I present him to you, but I want you to know that I do not find him guilty of any crime. Just then, Jesus came out wearing the thorn crown and purple robe. Pilate announced, Here he is, the man. When the high priests and police saw him, they shouted in a frenzy, Crucify! Crucify! Pilate told them, You take him. You crucify him. I find nothing wrong with him. The Jews answered, We have a law, and by that law he must die because he claimed to be the Son of God. When Pilate heard this, he became even more scared. He went back into the palace and said to Jesus, Where did you come from? Jesus gave no answer. Pilate said, You won't talk? Don't you know that I have the authority to pardon you and the authority to crucify you? Jesus said, You haven't a shred of authority over me except what has been given you from heaven. That's why the one who betrayed me to you has committed a far greater fault. At this, Pilate tried his best to pardon him, but the Jews shouted him down. If you pardon this man, you're no friend of Caesar's. Anyone setting himself up as king defies Caesar. When Pilate heard those words, he led Jesus outside. He sat down at the judgment seat in the area designated Stone Court, in Hebrew, Gabbatha. It was the preparation day for Passover. The hour was noon. Pilate said to the Jews, Here is your king. They shouted back, Kill him! Kill him! Crucify him! Pilate said, I am to crucify your king? The high priests answered, We have no king except Caesar. Pilate caved in to their demand. He turned him over to be crucified. They took Jesus away. Carrying his cross, Jesus went out to the place called Skull Hill. The name in Hebrew is Golgotha, where they crucified him. And with two others, one on each side, Jesus in the middle. Pilate wrote a sign and had it placed on the cross. It read, Jesus the Nazarene, the King of the Jews. Many of the Jews read the sign because the place where Jesus was crucified was right next to the city. It was written in Hebrew, Latin, and Greek. The Jewish high priests objected. Don't write, they said to Pilate, the king of the Jews. Make it, this man said, I am the king of the Jews. Pilate said, what I've written, I've written. When they crucified him, the Roman soldiers took his clothes and divided them up four ways, to each soldier a fourth. But his robe was seamless, a single piece of weaving. So they said to each other, let's not tear it up. Let's throw dice to see who gets it. This confirmed the scripture that said, They divided up my clothes among them and threw dice for my coat. 
the soldiers validated the scriptures. While the soldiers were looking after themselves, Jesus' mother, his aunt, Mary the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene stood at the foot of the cross. Jesus saw his mother and the disciple he loved standing near her. He said to his mother, Woman, here is your son. Then to the disciple, Here is your mother. From that moment the disciple accepted her as his own mother. Jesus, seeing that everyone had been completed so that the scripture record might also be complete, then said, I'm thirsty. A jug of sour wine was standing by. Someone put a sponge soaked with the wine on a javelin and lifted it to his mouth. After he took the wine, Jesus said, It's done. Complete. Bowing his head, he offered up his spirit. Then the Jews, since it was the day of Sabbath preparation, and so the bodies wouldn't stay on the crosses over the Sabbath, it was a holy day that year, petitioned Pilate that their legs be broken to speed death, and the bodies taken down. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first man crucified with Jesus, and then the other. But when they got to Jesus, they saw that he was already dead, so they didn't break his legs. One of the soldiers stabbed him in the side with his spear. Blood and water gushed out. The eyewitnesses to these things has presented an accurate report. He saw it himself and is telling the truth so that you also will believe. These things that happened confirmed the scripture. Quote, not a bone in his body was broken, end quote. And the other scripture that reads, quote, they will stare at the one they pierced, end quote. After all this, Joseph of Arimathea, he was a disciple of Jesus, but secretly he was being intimidated by the Jews, petitioned Pilate to take the body of Jesus. Pilate gave him permission. So Joseph came and took the body. Nicodemus, who had first come to Jesus at night, came now in broad daylight, carrying a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about 75 pounds. They took Jesus' body and following the Jewish burial customs, wrapped it in linen with the spices. There was a garden near the place he was crucified, and in that garden a new tomb in which no one had yet been placed. So, because it was Sabbath preparation for the Jews, and the tomb was convenient, they placed Jesus into it. You have redeemed my soul from the pit of you have redeemed my soul from death. You have redeemed my soul from the pit of emptiness. You have redeemed my soul from death. I was a hungry child, a dried up river. I was a burned out forest, and no one could do anything for me. But you put food in my body, water in my dry bed, and to my blackened branches, you brought the springtime green of a new life. And nothing You have redeemed my soul from the pit of emptiness. 
Something strange is happening. There is a great silence on earth today, a great silence and, and a stillness. The whole earth keeps silence because the king is asleep. The earth trembled and is still because God has fallen asleep in the flesh, and he has raised up all who have slept ever since the world began. God has died in the flesh, and hell trembles with fear. He has gone to search for our first parent, as for a lost sheep, greatly desiring to visit those who live in, in darkness and in the shadow of death. He has gone to free from sorrow the captives, Adam and Eve, he who is both God and the son of Eve. The Lord approached them, bearing the cross, the weapon that had won him the victory. At the sight of him, Adam, the first man he had created, struck his breast in terror and cried out to everyone, My Lord, be with you all! And Christ answered him, and with your spirit. He took him by the hand and raised him up, saying, Awake, O sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. I am your God, who for your sake have become your son. Out of love for you and for your descendants, I now, by my own authority, command all who are held in bondage to come forth, all who are in darkness to be enlightened, all who are sleeping to arise, I order you, O sleeper, to awake. I did not create you to be held a prisoner in hell. Rise from the dead, for I am the life of the dead. Rise up, work of my hands, you who were created in my image. Rise, let us leave this place, for you are in me and I am in you. Together we form only one person, and we cannot be separated. For your sake, I, your God, became your son. I, the Lord, took the form of a slave. I, whose home is above the heavens, descended to the earth and beneath the earth. For your sake, for the sake of man, I became like a man without help, free among the dead. For the sake of you, who left a garden, I, betrayed to the, I was betrayed to the Jews in a garden, and I was crucified in a garden. See on my face the spittle, I received in order to restore to you the life I once breathed into you. See there the marks of the blows I received in order to refashion your warped nature in my image. On my back, see the marks of the scourging. I endured to remove the burden of sin that weighs upon your back. See my hands nailed firmly to a tree for you who once wickedly stretched out your hand to a tree. I slept on the cross, and a sword pierced my side for you who slept in paradise, and brought forth Eve from your side. My side has healed the pain in yours. 
My sleep will rouse you from your sleep in hell. The sword that pierced me has sheathed the sword that was turned against you. Rise, let us leave this place. The enemy led you out of the earthly paradise. I will not restore you to that paradise, but I will enthrone you in heaven. I forbade you the tree that was only a symbol of life, but see, I who am life itself am now one with you. The bridal chamber is adorned, the banquet is ready, the eternal dwelling places are prepared, the treasury houses of all good things lie open, the kingdom of heaven has been prepared for you from all eternity. And the problem is this We were bought with a kiss But the cheek still turned Even when it wasn't it And I don't know What to do with a love like that Right here 
as we prepare to share in communion together. Jesus came into the world not to judge it, but to save it. We are so grateful for God's infinite love, and we celebrate with all of creation the saving work of our suffering Savior. On the night before he was nailed to the merciless cross, Jesus shared his last meal with his friends. He took the bread, he broke it, and he gave thanks. And then he passed it among them, saying, This is my body which is broken for you. Eat it and remember me. He took the wine and he gave thanks. And then he passed it among them, saying, This is my blood which is shed for you. Drink it and remember me. And so we take, we eat, and drink, and we remember. There is no greater love than this sacrifice which you, Jesus, made for us. When we come to this meal, O Lord, we are reminded that it is the death and darkness in us that drove you to the cross. And so we come with no pride, no sense of entitlement. We come humbly and with deep gratitude. For it is you alone that has made a place for us at your table. As you awaken us to your presence by your Spirit, May we know this bread and wine to be your body and blood. As you embrace us now by your Spirit, may we be changed so that together we become the embodiment of your love, of your life to the world. Amen. And now we wait. We depart remembering the despair of a world disappointed in its grandest hopes, entering into the emptiness of death by deliberately emptying the self of illusion and indulgence 
and self-importance, keeping vigil for Easter, waiting for the dawn.
Thank you.